Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Elm Park Rolls podcast. My name is Paul Mann and I will be hosting the show today. It's just me this week. So uh, let's get on with it then. Well, it's not been a great time since I lasted the podcast with uh, Jonathan. It's fair to say it's been a pretty bleak midwinter so far, hasn't it? Last time we did the pod, we were talking about how we could go to possibly get points from Burton, Barnsley and Birmingham. Those were games that see us push up the table a little bit, probably into mid-table, safety and no relegation worries. Everything would be good. Nothing to worry about and you never know, we might even get a point or something against Bristol City. That was a team that we have a half-decent record against, including uh, the 3-2 win there, which seems, at this precise moment, a long time ago, even though it is just over a year. So we played Burton and uh, we lost that one. That was miserable. Um, 500th game at the Medeski, one to remember, I think, probably for the wrong reasons. Highlight was seeing Dave Kitson on the pitch, that was about it. After that, we could have all gone home, couldn't we? Barnsley away, that was another game when we probably should have won. I mean, I didn't go to it, so I don't really know. But it's a game that you think if we're going to move away from the relegation zone, you're going to have to go there and get a win. It didn't matter how we did it. Good positive from that was that Kermigan got his first goal and a good goal as well. Yet again, we let in another late goal. We've let in more late goals than most teams in this uh, championship, and especially in the last couple of months. Then we go to the most recent game, which is the one that I will talk about most of all, Birmingham. Now, that was a game that you thought, this is another team that's bottom of the league, and we have to get three points here. Nothing else is really acceptable. Well, we managed to put in a special performance that meant that actually we came away with zero points and probably deserved zero points as well. We had, we had a few shots. We did have a few shots throughout the game. We had one in the first half from Gunter. Then we had a couple of times when maybe if a cross had found the right man, we could have scored. Um, we'll move on to the Birmingham goals in a minute. But first of all, let's look through the Redden chances. And then in the second half, we had Kermigan with a kind of overhead kick, kind of. Not quite, but that was very close as well. We had one, was a good save from Clement. Then Kermigan hit the bar quite towards the end. But Birmingham scored yet again. Their, their Birmingham goal was from a mistake by Paul McShane, who... I have to say, this season has been a shadow of the player that he was last season. He's just... I think he's probably aware of it. I think he'd have to be pretty daft not to be. He's a 100% player, so he knows that he's not playing at his best. He gave away a stupid free kick by pushing someone on the edge of our area. Then it's poor defending again from Kermigan as well. And the player just lashes it in from just outside the six-yard box. And, he, yeah, again, we can't really blame the goalie. It's another one of those ones that Manoni's just been left with no chance. You're not saving that. So we're 1-0 down. And then after the goal, which came early, early on, we didn't really... I don't think we really troubled that much afterwards in the first half. Then in the second half, we came out, we had a few chances early on. We had a bit of a go. Then we kind of dipped off again. We almost got the equaliser just before from Kermigan, from the chance I mentioned. But we just, yeah, again, split open, Swift loses possession, goes straight through the middle, and then over Min uh, through Minoni. I don't think Minoni had a chance yet again. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just really poor. We're losing to teams. And they also had endless chances, Birmingham. It, well, not endless, but they had other chances when they could have scored. They had one in the first half when he was through on goal again and probably should have scored. It was only a good save from Manoni. They had other ones when it was close. They had one off the line, thing from Kermigan. So I do think that we have got major problems at the moment. And it's a real issue. Is it team selection? Is it the players themselves? Is it the manager that needs to be changed? I mean, up until uh, the Birmingham game, I would say I was definitely stamp in because I think actually the worst thing we could do would change the situation. But I think we are now at the point when the players need a new voice, a new angle, a new perspective of just where are we going? I mean, some of the selections I've seen recently by Stam have been slightly confusing and a little bit worrying, like a man under pressure. An example being uh, during the Birmingham game, why would you play Bakuna at left-back for most of the first half? Uh, just to fit Gunter in and then so you could have Joey Vanderberg in midfield. I mean, we have played Gunter at left-back and Bakuna at right-back, which is better straight away. Or you could play Richards at left-back and you could have Gunter at right-back and then you could have Bakuna in midfield instead of Joey, who I thought was basically, I, I thought he was very, very poor. Again, against Birmingham. You could also argue that we could bring in Tiago Elori, who I know hasn't always been the best player on the pitch, but McShane, I think, needs to make, be taken out the team for a little bit, for his own sake. I mean, he's a person who's probably suffering because of his performance as well. He's definitely not a player who doesn't care. That is, I can't agree with any of that. those comments that I saw after the match. I think he's... I think Stam needs to look at his selections. He needs to time out. And I think maybe the FA Cup game has come at the best time. We can play this game. I mean, yeah, we might lose to Stevenish, but it wouldn't be the first time we've lost to Stevenish. I was there when we lost to uh, them a few years ago in the season we won the league. Well, 1-0 at the Medeski Stadium. And um, uh, I have to say, I don't think we're going to do that. Even if we lose 1-0, I don't think we're quite going to go and win the league this season. So I do think that Stan probably is time for him to go. But that is reluctantly. That's not what any great pleasure of saying. No, I just think that we need something different. The players look, they look done. They look completely mentally and confidence-wise just completely shattered. There's far more arguing on, arguing on the pitch, pointing deliberately so the crowd see that the other players aren't making movements. Players do that all the time when there's major issues at a club. You see them want to indicate, well, it's not me. It's the other players. They're the problem. I think they see players hiding as well. I mean, I have to say some of the performances recently from Aluko have not been great. I think that he put in a particularly bad performance against Birmingham. I mean... He had a couple of runs, a couple, but it's a lot of standing around from Aluko now. And one of the things that stood out for me when we did sign him from Fulham was that he was defensively very good as well. Of course you want to sign him, but you want to get him to score the goals as well and set up goals. He wasn't going to actually score many goals. I didn't really expect that, but setting up goals. And he did that initially, but he seems to have drifted right off on work rate, which... I don't know, that that's not, that's not a great sign at all. So, moving further into the Stam situation, is he realistically going to be leaving the club soon? I don't think he is going to be leaving the club that soon because I think if you look at the comments from Ron Gourlay before the match, 
he was saying that he's not even doesn't really, really want to talk about Stam. I mean, you could say this is the dreaded vote of confidence, but we're now two days on from the game. So it appears that that really might not be the case. Obviously, if we lose to Stevenage, maybe. But it seems that he's fully entrenched with Stam. And Gawley seems to be mainly the person who is just representing the owners and just... Uh, nobody knows how much input the owners have on a day-to-day -day basis. Nobody is 100% sure how many games they've been to. We've never heard them speak. We've never seen them actually speak to any press or even the internal people at Redden Football Club. I don't know why that is. It could all be uh, very innocent and all very good. So it would be nice if they actually came out and actually spoke about what the situation is, what their plans are. On all but lots of topics. Not, not just the first team. The whole thing. Training ground. How much is their involvement? It would be nice to know, but, you know, that's another thing, isn't it? So, after the game, I don't think, I don't think realistically that he's going to be going anytime soon, despite the fact that most people who voted in the poll I had on EPR, there's over 500 of you, and this uh, highly scientific poll, I know, 78% of you wanted him out now. It didn't really budge that much. At one point, it went to 80, 75. It was always at least 75. So I think it's pretty solid now. That's drifted right across. And I saw lots of people who are very, very moderate in their views on, uh, was it Tuesday night? I lost track of what night it was that we played Birmingham. Just tipped them over the edge now. And it's, it's not because we want to see him. It's not a vicious campaign against him. I just think that there needs to be a change. So, what do you think then we're going to do then? I mean, if you look at it going forward, I'm not sure that they're going to actually uh, do it anytime soon, like I just said. So, relegation, do we think we're going to get relegated? I asked in another poll whether we're going to go down. I honestly still don't think we're going to get relegated. I still somehow think we're going to pull away. Obviously, we're not even in the relegation zone, so that's a positive straight away. We're four points away from that. But it is, it is, it is, with the form that we're in, we're losing to teams around us in the relegation zone. So I can completely understand why people are saying that we could definitely get relegated because all the evidence is there right in front of us. And you look at some of the work rate of the players on Tuesday and it was low. It wasn't high. Not all of them, not by a long way. Some players were always put in. A good shift. You look at your curve against McShane, despite his form, you look at Moore, 100%. You're not going to get a problem. Blackett came on. I don't think there was any problem with his commitment or anything. Um, so 62% of them think that we won't get relegated, which is good news. But now a 38%, when I last checked it a minute ago, actually think that we're going to get relegated. Now, if you'd have said that at the start of the season, that are we going to get relegated... I think they would have probably got yeah, the token one who's always really negative. He just likes to put that in polls. So you probably would have got about maybe 1%, 2% at most. But now over a third of you actually think that we could get relegated. So I deliberately left that poll for a couple of days after the match because obviously you would have got a highly emotional response straight away afterwards. And you could have easily got 70% because people are just feeling very negative about it. But I still think that we're going to be fine. See, lots of people who replied to it saying about oh, League One going down wouldn't be so bad. Or actually then on the opposite side of that, people saying League One would be terrible. Going to play a team like Chesterfield 5,000 
would be the worst thing possible. So it's a real mix of views. I honestly, honestly think going down to League One would be absolutely disastrous for us. We haven't got the fan base. We haven't got the funds. It just would be terrible. I just, <laughs> the worst thing that could possibly happen to us. Everything would be take a downgrade. So no, I can't see any positives to that. Even playing Oxford United or Swindon or Swindon in League Two, I have no idea where they are. Well, if even playing Oxford United, I mean, just imagine if we went down and we played Oxford and we actually managed to lose. That would just oh nah, you you wouldn't quite enjoy that so much. And I've definitely seen plenty of games that we've lost to Oxford over the years. So I still think that we will be safe despite all the evidence that is uh, in front of me right now. So let's go on to some of the EPR replies that I got immediately after the match, which are obviously quite um, emotional uh, in many ways. So here we go. Let's start with Steve Richards, devoid of passion. Yeah, can't argue with that one on Tuesday. Uh, Richard Best, League One winners next year. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, could be, could be. That would be quite nice, wouldn't it? Andrew Smith, uh, yeah, he um, uh, makes his point clear. <laughs> Um, Cam Paker, uh, players not interested. Uh, Lord CKS, uh, get stamp out. Stacey, uh, oh, this is a good point. New ground soon. Yeah, that could be a positive. Dan Burton, the fans full. I think that one is um, uh, a little bit for uh, trying to wind people up. Georgia Graham, piss poor performance. Yeah, can't argue with that one. Uh, lack of fight, Robert Stevens. Uh Relegation is coming from Stewart. Oxford United away from Matt. Alan uh, Dadros, uh, devoid of purpose. Not very good, Rich Green. Simple. Has to go, stam out. Rota Rochelle from uh, Roll Crisp. Yeah, Rota Rochelle. Oh, just imagine that. That would be beautiful, wouldn't it? Where would you rather be on a Saturday night? No team spirit. Joe Briggs. There's no words. Well, you've got some there, so thanks, Chris. Hello, Division 1. Yeah, Jonathan. Confidence has gone. Confidence is key factor. Chapel fix it, Michael Kemp. I like your faith. As you were from Shyman uh, Carter, USN, on Supple Sex Machine, 1973. Well, yeah, that is very much a tribute to uh, Liam Gallagher. Thank you very much. Sussed out again, Christopher Frost. Uh, severely lacking temper. Yeah, it was so slow. You could have almost uh, put a deck chair up in midfield, couldn't you? From Ben Stevens. Stam out now from Shano. Hello, League One. Again, another one by Liam Moore from Film Gardner. Uh, Spotter was not there. You were lucky. You were lucky. You're better off missing that rubbish. So earlier on today, I also asked the question, how do you think we can solve our issues? So a few of you replied, uh, Hughes, uh, RFC Vanzel. That's lovely. Drop Aluku and McShane, train on crosses into the box and also counter-attacking positions. We're never in the counter-attacking position. That's the problem, isn't it? We're always kind of hanging onto the ball in our own half and the opposition have got about eight people behind the ball. And even when they attack, like Birmingham did, we couldn't deal with it, we couldn't defend, so we need to work on that as well. Sign a proper left-back, yeah, 100% agree, or give Richards a chance, and if we lose to Stevenage and Hull, Saxdam, yeah, that's probably would. Well, I say probably would. Nobody knows, do they, really? Um, from uh, mostly Bobbins. Uh, good evening, Mr. Reese. Play players in their rightful positions. That would be handy, wouldn't it? Inject tempo from the kickoff. Improve the off-the-ball positioning. Change formations. I assume you mean a 3-5-2 from my conversations with you. Yet, second striker. Reintroduce three at the back with wing-backs. 
drop McShane, drop Aliku, drop Mc, drop Kermigant, uh, more responsibility, take risks in the opposition third. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? Now you've got players with no confidence, they don't want to take any risk, but totally agree on McShane, Aluko, and Kermigan. Yeah, I probably would. And another thing is just a sidetrack completely. How do we manage to not bring on Bodvarsson when we're 2-0 down, or even 1-0 down? And oh, I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. So from Johnny Hunt, getting back on topic here. I'm trying, I'm trying. Change the defence, bring O'Lory and Riches in for Macca and Blackett. Somebody just said the same, yeah, agree. Play people in their best position, sign Cole back to play alongside Swift, Kelly and Barry, then Jan Bod alongside and loan forward. Get back to basics and play and support our team regardless of views on manager. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I think everyone can have their own views and if they want to be booing... It's up to them, isn't it? But yeah, I agree. It's, it, in a sense, for those 90 minutes you get behind the team, it does help. But I understand if people are frustrated. I get that. And Colback, I quite like to see that. I saw he got mentioned the other day. I think Colback would be a good signing. Definitely. Definitely better than Joey Vandenberg. Uh, probably better than Evans as well. So yeah, I, I definitely like that. Good idea, Johnny. From Robert Stevens, signed two strong physical ball winners in defensive midfield. He mentions Clayton from Borough or Hutchison from Wednesday. Or similar, which could be, yet again, could be um, uh, Colback. To both shield defence and feed and flare our fleet and shield defence and feed our flare players. Sorry, I got that wrong, not you. You are good enough. Play Bod up front for mobility or sign legal on strikers like Marriott or Cole. I don't know either of those two players, so... Did he mean Devante Cole? I'm not sure. So, yeah, Michael Cairns said, pray. That's nice and simple, Michael. And, yeah, yeah, I think that is probably the way forward right now. Michael Kemp says, don't give him cash and make him manage us out of this mess. Well, he's going he's to have no option, isn't he? I think. Well, I don't think we've got any money, so I think he's going to have to deal with it. Needs to get more from his squad, take risk and realise last season. That, that is something, yeah, we all need to realise that last season is dead. That's gone. Over. Kaput. No more. No more mentions of it. Alan Dadros. Persisting with the current style of play and hoping it will eventually turn for better will send us down. Get back to basics and play football with some urgency and purpose. Playing 85 passes around at the back when everyone at walking pace will never score us goals. Well, no. I agree. It will not score us goals playing a ridiculously slow pace because even last season, we played it a bit quicker than this season, but obviously now we just Dreadful. Nobody wants the ball, really. Very few players. And it's just looking dreadful. In your own half, you're not going forward. You're losing games repeatedly. You've got one striker up front, essentially. You've got Aluko, who's not really doing that much. Barrow, who's trying, but not much on product on the last few weeks. It's just looking grim, isn't it? It's just looking grim, isn't it, really? So, And there's me saying, I think we're going to be fine and we're going to stay up. I'm kind of contradicting myself there slightly, but I still believe it. I still believe that the miracle will rise up and we will stay up. What a wonderful time will that would be. We started the season with vague thoughts about going up and possibility and with the second season after the playoff would be okay. And But no, we've crashed and burned. So that is the love of uh, Reading Football Club, isn't it? It's just, you never know how bad it can get. And then they say, yes, let's take it to another level of crapness. So... That's it for this week. Thanks a lot for listening. It hasn't been a particularly upbeat show, but um, uh, I hope we're all, uh, by this time next week, celebrating a glorious victory over Stevenage. Thanks a lot. Bye.